Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! We're here. Made it. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Look at you. Yeah. You sent us a text. You, the first bus was late or something. It was like over 10 minutes late. And then, but my second bus, he's a great bus driver. He waited. He, like he saw me running the block and a half I have to walk for, so from 101 Street to 100. He You're was, trying to picture this in your mind. He runs a lot like Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, it is. Actually, actually, there's like, a reason that bus driver waited. It's so he could have a laugh this morning. Actually, my my mom more compared it to the Tasmanian Devil. How his legs. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good one too. His yeah. legs look like they're moving 100 miles an hour, and he's not going anywhere. <laughs> they're short legs. <laughs> All right, win Jimmy's cash. You got a chance at $1,000. You can double your money. If you haven't figured out how to do that, join us just after 7 o'clock for that. Um, we want to talk about me as a dog owner today. Yeah, you're getting a little crazy. I'll explain. I'm becoming that dog owner mm-hmm. that everybody is annoyed by. Um, and Please Jimmy, say you didn't buy him a coat. Oh, he's got, like... Coats he's had for coats different... for years. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's boots and everything. <laughs> he's got boots. Dad wants to buy him a new pair of boots. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What celebrity, if you could, would you get to bartender, bartender an event for you? This is based on how cool is this? I can't stand Drake, but he does a, every he does once cool in a while. Things. He does stuff where I'm like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul bartended his birthday party. <laughs> so he turned How does that happen? He turned 37 and there's video from his party and yeah, he's got Jesse Pinkman and Walter White bartending his birthday. Um the clip I saw was Aaron Paul fighting yeah. with somebody on how to mix a drink and I'm just like, "Oh my god, how cool is that?" So they released their own mezcal tequila. Right? I did see that. So I th- a lot of people are like, they must have been there promoting their tequila or something. Who cares? It's still awesome. But it's still awesome. Yeah, that yeah. would be very cool. And they looked like they were in it. Yeah. Like the video, oh, like because it's not just them being behind the bar laughing. Like Brian Cranston's like getting more ice. Like he's yeah. partying. He's a porter for them. <laughs> <laughs> it was what a great idea. Yeah. So that we thought that would make a good topic. Okay, so we'll get to ours. Start thinking about yours. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven again. What celebrity would you get to bartend for you? Okay. Jimmy, you got one worked out? Yeah. Okay. All right. I Listen, I said it earlier. You think you won. It's not a competition, but I've won <laughs> already. Okay. Right. Locker room topic of the day. Celebs bartending for you, 780-989-0957. I'll start with mine um, because it's, it's a little bit... 
we're, we're going off the reservation with this one. Okay. okay. All right. This is Maddie Masson. Oh, yeah. From The Bear. Yeah. You, you might recognize his voice when you hear him. I'm it. a hard worker. I'm a nice guy. I got a great vibe. your vibe. Don't ever f*** my vibe. Yeah, celebrity chef. Yeah. Uh, I think, what's his name on the show? His last name's Fack. <laughs> Neil, I actually, Neil. Is that I actually don't know his name on the show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, he's he's the only chef on the bear. Mm-hmm. He's the only legitimate. Like he's chef. actually a chef. If you follow him, he's Canadian as yeah. well. He's got a, a unbelievable Instagram page, and I I watch his videos all the time. Yeah. So my thought behind it is because there's a there's a reason I picked him is at the end of the night. If you're sober enough, yeah, he's we're gonna go back to the kitchen and he's gonna make something cool. Oh yeah, well, and he'll be sober because he's sober. He is sober. He doesn't yeah. drink. He, but... he quit drinking. Quit everything. So yeah, he quit. Yeah, uh, guess he went he hard. For you. I guess he went hard on the paint for a uh, lot of years. That industry is wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Maddie Madison. Maddie is my Madison's pick. a good choice. There yeah. you go. It'd be fun. Grant, who are you picking? Jason Sudeikis. Oh, that's a great he, pick. He just he's I really like him. Like he's so funny, and I think he just feels like a bartender. To Ted me. Lasso. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Lasso, but I was thinking more like his SNL, like more um, Eastbound and Down when he was on that show. Was he on? Oh yeah, he was on that. He was in season two or three. Okay, um, I had I have no memory of that show. A little but... more raunchy. Okay, um, but yeah, he just seems like a bartender. Like you could sit there and chat with him. And a he'd little make less you laugh aw and... shucks, dude. Yeah, and, and more of the the biting, sarcastic yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Exactly. We are the Millers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he was he was hilarious in that. Jimmy? Tom Cruise for two reasons. One, after the event's done, some beach volleyball. <laughs> and then, of course, he was a great bartender in a, a cocktail. Oh, yeah. I already had it queued up because I <laughs> both Grant and I knew you'd go there. The locker room topic of the day. What celebrity would you want to bartend your event? 780-989-0957. Anytime you ever want to reach the show. It's a text line. It's a phone number. Grant Johnson. Christy said Jim Jeffries. Ah. That's a great pick. Jim's also sober. I was going to say, what's with everyone? Because I think Tom Cruise is sober, too. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, three out of four are sober so far. Well, you got that outside chance that maybe they fall off the wagon. (laughs) You're hoping for a relapse. (laughs) You might be a terrible person. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. All right. One more. Um, Frank the Tank. Uh, Will Ferrell. Who who brought that one in? Uh, That was um, Brian. No, I appreciate it, but I told my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. (laughs) Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. But but you guys have a great time. A big day? Doing what? Well, um, it's actually a pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, going to go to Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah, buy some wallpaper, maybe get some flooring. Did you see? What did you see him like living that out for real? So his son's in college now, and he was at his son's frat party DJing. I did see that (laughs) video of that. He is such a cool dad, eh? Locker room topic of the day. What celebrity would you want to bartend your event? 780-989-0957. Grant, we're getting a lot of texts on this. Steven said Gordon Ramsay. That would be entertaining, I think, except he would be making comments about how much you're drinking and... Unless he was cooking for the party. A lot of yelling. He's abusive, though, right? Like that, yeah. 
it's kind I, of a shtick, right? It's kind of a sh- Is it funny though? Like I think people might find that entertaining. It, they do because people like he's on you're on TikTok now, so you'll probably see him. He's on there a lot and people will send them their meals that they're cooking and then he makes fun of them like people enjoy it. Yeah, kind of a I think that's a thing. Because yeah. I'm always surprised. Because I always feel guilty when I like lay into Jimmy like in public, right. at events and stuff. But then everyone's like cheering me on after the fact. People yeah, love was it. so funny when you told Jimmy off. <laughs> <laughs> so people do have a bit of a. They love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Al said uh, Ryan Reynolds. Shit. Did I leave the stove on? That is a great pick. Yeah, and he even said in the Deadpool humor he'd want him, which is always all the time. I think I he think, kinda, from Ryan Reynolds. I think he kind of lives there. Yeah, right. It's um, a stretch. You watched a couple of episodes of that Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They get into it like they get the drinks going mm-hmm. in the in the in that one pub. Well, I know. I mean, he has a gin company, and and Rob McElhaney. He likes to drink, so yeah. yeah, the two of them. They don't shy away from the booze, too. That, nope. th- that'd be a fun night. The locker room topic of the day. What celebrity would you want bartending for you? 780-989-0957. Andrew wants the locker room. You want me to put that on my todger? I know how that goes. <laughs> Grant and I do all the work, and Jimmy gets shit-faced. <laughs> and hangs out with everybody Walks drinking. because he can't see over the bar. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that goes. 100%. Yeah. Great idea, Andrew. Great idea. You're in the lo- The locker room topic of the day. Who's your celebrity bartender? 780-989-0957 if you ever try to text or call the show. Kane said Seth Rogen. Interesting choice. <sighs> I yeah, think, right. so, yeah. I, I, th- I think. I don't know why. He's more of a weed guy, though. He's more of a weed yeah. guy, and he's also annoying. He. <laughs> <laughs> you <gotta> just laugh. <laughs> yeah. He's a little too liberal, too. If we're being honest. <laughs> All right, one more. Uh, Dustin said, um, "Bert Kreischer." I will never quit drinking. I will always make sure that I can keep my body healthy enough so that I can always drink. I love seeing a sunrise <laughs> with a cocktail, seeing a sunset with a cocktail, having friends walk into your house with a bottle of wine, getting on a plane. Can I get you something? Double jack on the rocks. Lots of rocks. I love the moment someone says, hey, we should get a drink. And, you, and you're and you not supposed to. That feeling, it's like a first kiss. You don't get that first kiss when, kisses when you're married. You get to have those first drinks. At a brunch, <laughs> someone goes, should we do mimosas? And then the waiter goes, actually, we have bottomless mimosas. And you're like, this is going to be the best day ever. <laughs> you just hype me up, bro. That was like a locker room speech. Yeah. That's pretty inspirational. I should speak at AA meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Bert. I I absolutely love him. That was a really great bartender. Really good pick. (laughs) I want to drink now. The locker room topic of the day. Celebrity bartenders. Who are you picking? 780-989-0957. We'll wrap up here. Jersey um, said Johnny Depp. John, yeah, I like that because mm-hmm. you you have no idea what's happening. What you're that gonna night. get, yeah, yeah. The problem with this topic is we're getting them to bartend, but a lot of these people you just want to sit and drink with. You'd be like, get get out from behind the bar, come sit down with us. Yeah, I think the right? uh, the, the drinking 
the drinking thing's probably more yeah. more in line with <laughs> this is more who you want to drink with. Yeah, yeah. Um Chad, Grumpy Barry, Carol, they all said Jack Nicholson. Here's Johnny. I'd even take Jack right now. Yeah, even old Jack. Even old crotchety <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're gonna lose, please. We got Peter on the line with us. Oh, Peter! Peter! Oh, Peter! Ready to slap me, Peter! Oh, give me a little tickle. <laughs> How you doing? This is so annoying. Yeah, it's live in front of your naked, steaming ears. Let's go. <laughs> he doesn't want to mess around, eh? He's no, just like, he's, let's get to he's the, in the zone. I've let's been on hold for two minutes. What are you doing? Let's go with the questions. You, you know how this works. Yeah. You get uh, yes. five questions, 25 seconds. If you answer them correctly because you chose the easier side of the of the scale today, you yeah. walk away with $500 cash. Peter! Peter! Are you ready? Rock and roll. Grant, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. She's a judge on American Idol and may have kissed a girl. Who is she? Katie Perry. How many lives does a cat have? Nine lives. Chad Smith drums for what band? Red Hot Chili Peppers. In what game is love a score? Tennis. What city was Jimi Hendrix born in? Was it the slap or the tickle? <laughs> By the skin <laughs> of his suck teeth. It, suck it, suck it, Jimmy. There you go. Nice work, brother. Hey, I, listen. He I don't like a, you, Peter. Peter, you walked I, away with $500 cash. Now, we're going to let you play the harder questions. We can't give you the oh. thousand, but I want to okay. see how you do with the with the questions, okay? I'll try. I'll try. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Who wrote Take Me Home, Country Roads? Uh, what, pe- what peanut butter do choosy moms choose? Jiffy. What is the nickname for Lady Gaga's fans? No idea. <laughs> yeah, Smoke on the Water <laughs> is a fictional medical Game marijuana purple. shop for what video game? No, video game. Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Yeah, it was a long question, too. Yeah. And yeah. Who, who played Dr. Malcolm in Jurassic Park? Yeah, I can pick. I didn't, Jeff I, I, Goldblum. No. Yeah. You did. You picked well. You, you picked did well. well. You 500 got $500. Bucks. Good work, brother. Nice That's work, awesome. Peter. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank All you, guys. Right. And, and we'll play again at 415 with... Bam! Bam. <laughs> room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, here we are. Six games into the Oilers' season. And can I just say, why did I think this season was going to be different from any of the others? <laughs> and no, I'm not writing them off. I know it's six games. I'm not saying fire everyone, trade them all. But why do why do they do this to us? Play one game, look like the greatest team ever assembled, like they will never lose again. And then we get our hopes up in the next game. They make you want to throw your TV off the high-level bridge. And it's been the same way for quite some time now. That's why six games in, we're allowed to be disappointed. Because it's not like it's a one-off this year. It's every year. Why do we expect it to be different? It's like being in a hot and cold relationship. I would have never guessed 
that the Southeast LRT line would be open before the Oilers learned how to play defense. (laughs) It's quite amazing how bad they can be, too. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was on the ice for nine goals last night. That has to be a record. (laughs) Anyways, this team, they just need to take a step back, refocus, restart this season, and there is one thing that will make you feel better this morning if you are an Oilers fan. The Flames suck more than we do. At least we have that. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Lil Pedro Wrestling T-shirts. Show your support for the pride of Mexico. (laughs) Buy a shirt today. Text us now for the link to shop. Welcome to the locker room. First off, I think we've talked about that dog, the world's oldest dog, Bobby. We have, yeah. Um, Portugal. For sure we have. I think when he turned 31, we talked about him and how good he looked. Yeah. Because a lot of people were like, that dog is not 31. Like, he doesn't even have any gray hairs around his face or anything. But Passed away on the weekend. He did, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they lost him. They were feeding him their food. So whatever they ate, they just gave him yeah. whatever, which is interesting, right? Yeah. I thought that was always an interesting part of that story. I think I might be becoming... The annoying dog owner. Oh, you're there. Yeah. Am I? I think so. Okay. The moment you got your dog booties. Okay. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> that was the moment where you crossed over into, okay, their, their kids left. Now they're replacing their kids. Earlier, Jimmy was like, don't tell me you've got coats for him. I'm like, oh, no, we got coats. He's got outfits. Yeah. He wore a tux to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, No, yesterday, when I get home from work, so as soon as we're done here at 10, we wrap up, and then I I head out, and I go go grab him, and we go for a quick little jaunt around the neighborhood, right? Yeah. And um, quite often, I'd say a couple of times a week, I'll take a bag full of balls, and I have to... I have to play ball differently with Kingston because he doesn't get the idea of fetch. Oh, he doesn't he's bring never, it back. He's never, he's never wrapped his head around that. <laughs> it's more keep away for him. Yeah, yeah. So I'll throw the ball, and he'll bring back the first one, and I'll throw the second one, and then he'll he'll want to keep the he'll his game you is. You got to have a new one for him to drop. Right? Y- yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His new game is I'm going to get those two balls, and then Dad's got to get them away from me. Yeah. I call him myself dad, so I'm already there. Like, trust you just me, I'm hearing yourself. it. I'm hearing it. So last night, you're going to love this story. I'm such a loser. So yesterday, I, I throw a tennis ball, and he runs after it. And I got a pretty good arm, so I whip it down the field. And we're all by ourselves. It's at the school just down close to the mm-hmm. thing. So the kids are all in class. So, bit of snow. There's like an inch of snow or whatever. And it's a yellow tennis ball, so you can still see it pretty good. And it bounces once, and he catches it. Mm-hmm. And then he runs back, and he doesn't have the ball. Like, And it went right in there. Like, yeah. I was like, good catch. Good yeah, catch it's gone. So, he comes running back, and I'm going, drop the ball, and... I'm looking. There's no ball. Grant, it's gone. It's gone, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, he swallowed the tennis ball. <laughs> the whole... <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, it's a little cold out. It's mm-hmm. It's got some snow on it. It went right down this dog's gullet. 
So I'm like, no that way. can't be. There's no way he swallowed a tennis ball. So I spend about 15 minutes, and I'm freezing my ass off. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's about minus 10 or whatever. And I'm not quite dressed for it. We were just going out for a quick walk. I spent 15 minutes wandering around that field for that tennis Looking ball. Looking for it. It's gone. Didn't find it. It is. Didn't get like buried under the snow somehow. No, Grant. I'm literally. I'm kicking snow. I'm I, like. I'm within. Yeah. I'm within 20, 30 feet of where I threw the ball. <laughs> right. And I was paying attention. Yeah. Because I. The game is. I gotta. Get I gotta from. go get the ball. Yeah. Right. Like I have two balls. I gotta. But before we leave, I got to pick up one of the balls and then fake throw it to go get the other one. It's a game, right? We've been playing it for like a year. So I go home and I I call the wife downstairs and I'm like, I think Kingston swallowed up tennis ball hole. And she's like, No, that that's impossible. <laughs> then now keep in mind he's not a chewer. No, like he's not he's not the guy that eats food or eats things like that he shouldn't be eating. He eats his food. That's it. Mm-hmm. So we go online and I'm I'm searching and of course online. Yeah, this can happen. I just Dogs it up. Yeah, it's swallow thing, tennis balls whole. You got to get to the vet because they can't poop it out. They can't poop it out. It'll block the intestines and um, it can cause major problems. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is the this is the four thousand dollar bill that, yeah. I, that I always said that I would never pay that I'm going to end up paying. So I, and we haven't got a vet where we are because we've just moved. So I call around and I get a vet that can see him at one. Okay. It's uh, Crestwood. It, it, it's just south of us. Anyway, it, mm-hmm. great, great people in there. We go down and I can tell the vet is, he's asking a lot of questions and I can tell he's like, are you sure? <laughs> he goes, listen, dogs do some pretty strange things, and we've pulled some stuff out, but I want to be really, you can tell, he's like, I want to be really yeah. sure that that ball got swallowed by your dog before I make him drink a bunch of barium, and then we do a, an x-ray, and then I got to go in, like, and pull it out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm telling you, I could not find that tennis ball. I think he swallowed the thing. <laughs> So he does a bit of an exam, and he says, I'll tell you what. He said, before we do all these procedures, take him home, watch him. It's going to take a couple of days, but if he starts to get sick and he starts puking up his food, then we got a problem. Then we'll go in and we'll get this thing out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, great. So 115 bucks, hop back in the car, go home. <laughs> and on my way home, I'm like, I'm going to go look for the ball. Now he's got me questioning whether or not the dog is sanity. Yeah. So I drop the dog off at the house. I go back to the field, and I literally start pacing the field. I was out there for 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to find this damn ball if it's out here. And I'm now, and I'm trying not to exaggerate, I'm 50, 60 feet away from where I threw the ball. Mm-hmm. And there it is. Sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, if it bounced off his head. He probably hit his nose and, like, Launched, must have hit his it, teeth or it must something. Have, must have launched, yeah, nose or teeth or something. And it just fired, and it was like a very far distance away yeah. from where I originally threw the ball. So crisis averted. <laughs> he didn't swallow tennis ball. He didn't swallow tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> Cost me 115 bucks. <laughs> I'm glad I went back though, because I wouldn't have slept. Yeah, last you night. would have been up watching him all night. I am that annoying night. dog owner. Yeah. I've become. It didn't take long. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> He's got ten years of high school. Muckton University.
university most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now, Jimmy's Okay, so October 25th is Dwarfism Awareness Day. Um, but the reason why it's this specific day is October 25th, 1957. Billy Barty was uh, born, and he's the founder of the Little People's he's Association of America. Not the first little person, but he's the most famous at the time. For those that don't know, because there are occasionally new listeners, Jimmy is a dwarf. He's a little person. Right. So, yes. Yeah. We should there there are out. over 200 different types of dwarfism. The type of dwarfism I have is the most common. Why? Uh, <laughs> it's called a chondroplasia. Alien dwarfism. <sighs> and actually in 2015, the word midget was actually... Uh, oh, shunned. Like it, it, it was, was basically... Okay, this music is throwing me off. It's, it was labeled as being offensive to little a bad people. Word. Yeah. So it's it, a lot of little people look at it very badly. Uh, when I was a kid, I hate. I I was called. Uh, people use that to make fun of when, me all the when time. When was it? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. It was abolished. But for a long time. For a long time, it has it always was, been. It was used as a derogatory. It was used as a derogatory term. And okay. when I was when I was a kid, it used to bother me. And then I realized, and it was actually my dad that kind of helped me with that one, is is the fact that my reaction to it is why people used it. So in order to stop yeah. people from using the M word around me or using it to bother me, I used it. I took, the, took power, the power, I took the power away from the word because it was something that if I knew if I reacted to it negatively, they would keep doing it. So... As some people may have noticed on the show, we've stopped using the word uh, midget at the movies is now Jimmy at the movies because other little people were complaining about our use of the word and out of respect for for what they think, because if it bothers them, then why not stop using it because, you know, we can't make other people uncomfortable. I've always appreciated that about you, Jimmy, and and, and it's one of the things that I have talked about with numerous people about you as a person and, and, and where you're at. Jimmy was bullied quite badly when he was a kid. And uh, it obviously, that has informed you and shaped you as a person today. It's why he goes out of his way to give back. He actually just recently did a anti-bullying campaign with Monster Pro Wrestling, Massive Damage. And what's her name? Uh, the Matriarch. The Matriarch. She's got a, a, a pretty incredible story, too, about mm-hmm. bullying. Um, and so they, they do speeches, talks as, as a group, as a wrestling group with kids, it, it, with organizations and things like that. If you want Jimmy to chat with your group, you can send him a note, and we could probably set that up for you. And for our show, we do a pink shirt day yes. with, uh, presentation, which we... He can do that, and then he can strip for you as well. It, yes, right. Lots Goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I've always appreciated that about Jimmy. He he decided that um, he was going to take the power back of from that word, and so as a show, we used it. Jimmy allowed us to use it. He doesn't find it offensive. The problem is, is that Jimmy has taken a lot of heat in the little person community for that stance because 
because it's a smaller group, and, yeah. and you know what? If you if there's a little person in Edmonton, you probably know who that person is. You probably will run into them at some point. They might sell you drugs. And, and the th- and the thing is, is the Little People's <laughs> Association of America, as well of Canada, is is I guess you could say it's a lobby group. It's 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 helped to get rid of the like in. Back in the day, minor hockey, there was the Midget League. Yeah. They got rid of that That's I always as talk well. about. My uncle always used to be like, wait, what hockey are you playing? Yeah. I got to come see one of your games. <laughs> so, so the You're thing is, what hockey? It's a bunch of little people running around? <laughs> awesome. But, but today is... Uh, Dwarfism Awareness Day, and hopefully, so we said kiss, kiss or hug a, a dwarf if you know yeah. one. There yes. you go. Yeah, or give him a spank. Or if you feel like it, swing by the radio station. You can spank ours. Give yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did this go the way you wanted it to go, Jimmy? <laughs> Up until spank ours. <laughs> uh, no, listen, listen. I, I, I will say this. We've. We've kind of reached a point in life where people get to decide what offends them, and then everyone yeah. else has to adjust around them, and that's what we're doing here. And Jimmy has been the bigger man around this discussion behind the scenes, and so we are following suit. We respect the wishes of our of our co-host James P. White. So we have if we um, offend abolished other, if, the if word. It has offended people. To you you got to stop. That's fair. I I get that. I think it's a little weak. <laughs> but 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 I get but that it is. But we can't dictate what how other people feel. Absolutely, that's a good point. All right. So there you go. Today, March. No, what is October? It? October, October like, 25th. You did March yesterday too. What you is wrong with down me? The date is March. I'm not drinking enough. <laughs> October 25th is National Dwarfism Awareness Day. There you go. Yeah. Hug a little person today. The locker room. I've been following news about pickleball, so this jumped out at me. Yeah, you're about to get into it. So the story is... Just trying to recover for a couple of injuries. (laughs) Woman trips on pickleball net, sues Vancouver for loss of enjoyment of life. She must have been dinking in the kitchen. (laughs) Is that a a term? (laughs) That's a term. I can keep going. There's a whole t- there's a whole uh, <laughs> list of terms that are actually wildly offensive. <laughs> That's why you want to play. I can't it, isn't wait. It? I can't wait That's to start my pickleball career. <laughs> Is there in- yeah? There's indoor pickleball, so you yeah. play it year round. Hey, well, I, we were at um, we were at the curling rink. My wife is looking at uh, joining the the Crestwood curling rink. Okay, it's a little closer to us than St. Albert. She's still curling with a group in St. Albert, but. Friends of ours are are at the Crestwood, so we went. And apparently, in the summer, they um, they turned the curling rink into a pickleball course. Oh, there you go. Seriously, you guys Seriously. are ready for retirement. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to leave the place. You got your pickleball in the summer. You got your curling in the winter. Everything. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm going to be buying a trailer uh, in Arizona. When do, you, when do you go on a cruise? <laughs> you found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. This is interesting. Grant, can you rattle the three medical so, expenses off? Yeah, three common medical expenses the CRA lets you claim they might not know about. might interest you. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Number one, you should be interested in, lock Hearing aids. Youth is the gift of nature, but age is the work of art, Grant. <laughs> um, yeah, you can actually uh, get money back. Your your hearing aids are tax deductible. I had no they idea. can be claimed in full um, as long as they were not reimbursed. 
So as long as your insurance didn't, you didn't have insurance reimbursed, you can get it reimbursed. Okay. Or you can claim it um, on your taxes. There you go. I had no idea for you to maybe look into it a little more serious. What? <laughs> it was, was just, there. Your wife has told what? us that we need to make it. I'm sorry. I I got to give myself a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one of the day. Yeah. Um, gluten intolerance. What? Yes. Um, so they said, we're not talking about being on a diet here and just deciding that gluten is bad for you. But if you are diagnosed as a celiac by a doctor, you can claim every item you purchase uh, on your taxes. Does yes. your sister know this? I don't know. You better call her. Because she's um, legit. A, this, she, yeah, she's allergic to a everything. lot of things, but grain is uh, like they, gluten is a big thing. They say you can't claim the whole price, but you can claim the difference. So if you buy this pasta that is two dollars and the gluten free one is five dollars, yeah, you get three you get bucks. Three bucks to claim that. Oh, like, like okay. she gets uh, gluten free. Pizza crusts, uh, everything, yeah. Free, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she could apparently claim that. And then this one we knew because of Imagine people that. we work with. Jimmy has a has a gluten, <laughs> yeah, sensitive relative. Uh, this one we knew. <laughs> and I eat anything because of former coworkers. Um, medical marijuana can be. That's claimed still a on, thing. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, they said, well, medical marijuana is legal. It's usually not covered by your health care insurance plans. Because of that, you can claim it on your expenses. Is, is there you anything on there in, uh, claiming your beer? So the medical marijuana thing is interesting because I thought with the legalization that there was sort of a shift in the thinking. Would I guess you, you can't claim it on your insurance. You can't. So you're like health insurance. Yeah, that's Not what yet. it says. Is that even though it's legal, you still can't like hmm. get reimbursed. Do you, know, you here's still my Blue Cross? Or do whatever. you still need a? Didn't people have to get a medical marijuana card yeah, or something? Yeah, you get a prescription. So you still need a prescription to claim it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I listen. I don't want to make fun of this because I know too many people that are using marijuana for medicinal purposes, and mm-hmm. it seems to be working. The one thing that I've been reading a little bit about lately, and I actually have people that I know that are doing this, is CBD or CBG. I didn't even know that CBG was a That's thing. A thing. I don't even know is, what that is. Is that a thing? I've never yeah, even heard of it. It is. It's a. It's another form of. Of anyway. I. I like. I don't know enough about it to to get into the weeds on it. But yeah. th- they're That's using whistle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really whistle. You're a bit of a roll. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. I hate puns. Like, I think I'd fight Gene Principe if I met him at a supermarket. I'm big on him okay, right now. But hold on. The thing with the with the medical marijuana and, and anxiety and mm-hmm. depression and things like that is I know people that are, like, they are swearing by it. Oh, yeah. That it it's a real thing. People have tried everything, and they're saying this. Is, I mean, it's not right for everyone. Yeah, but some people it's it's what they need because they use CBD oil on their on their joints and stuff. Some people but, give it to their dogs. You can yeah, get, you can get pet stuff to calm you your dog get, down. You can get pet stuff. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I I think it's worth looking into. So, CRA claims, hearing aids. Gluten intolerance, that one was new to me. And then the medical marijuana thing is is still a thing. There you go. There you go. Bag Milk 
Is it time to hit the uh, panic button? <laughs> Locke's favorite alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll, tr- I'll try uh, not to hit that again. I don't know if it's time to hit the panic button, but like if we're picturing it as one of those buttons in a movie, you know, that's got like a case coming over it. Like, I think the case is open now mm-hmm. and maybe our hand is hovering over the panic button. But I don't know that we're pushing it just yet. Holland's hands dangling over it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's kind of it's kind of hovering there. We're, you know, we got to see how things go for the next week or so. Oh, and it, it is good imagery. Great. They played a game without McDavid and people are already like, see, they need them. They need them. I mean, they've lost every other game except one. <laughs> well, and the reality, the most frustrating thing about last night is the Oilers played well for 40 minutes, and then in the third period, they decided to give up, I guess. Like, yeah. if everything was going fine for 40 minutes, sans mm. Connor McDavid, and then the third period happens, and it was a total implosion. It was just, they disappeared. I don't know what they thought was going to happen if they just stopped skating, but man, that third period was oogly. Was there any update on, like, because I keep saying one to two weeks, was there any update on McDavid's injury? No, I think the Oilers are being intentionally vague with it. Like one to two weeks, you go, oh, well, he got hurt last Saturday. Does that mean in one week he'll be available for the Heritage Classic on Sunday at Commonwealth Stadium? Maybe. Like, If I was to bet, I would probably say it's a coin flip on Connor playing on Sunday, but I think that if it was worse than what it is, they probably would have said he was out week to week or they didn't know or something like that, but I think it leaves the door open for, for Connor to come back and play on Sunday. And then there's the other wrinkle that the Heritage Classic is on Sunday against the Flames, and then the Oilers don't play again until Thursday. So that would give another handful of days rest there for Connor if he does play on Sunday. Just give him a little bit of time in that hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, the Michael Jackson I, I just one. imagine he's sleeping in it the whole time. Like, I wouldn't move him out of there. Bring <laughs> yeah. him food, a box of cereal, drop yeah. off some stuff at the entrance of said hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Let him snack, let him graze. Uh, Kane's comments after the... Uh, I think it was the, it doesn't matter, but it, it, it was during the Jets game and he was like, I didn't play much, so I thought I'd go get into a fight. Um, a bit passive aggressive, not surprising coming from Kane and not surprised, not that I'm giving him an out here, but not surprising coming from a guy that gets paid to play a sport that's uber competitive, right? So 100% like uh, uh, the alternative. So there's a lot of people that got mad at Evander Kane for what he said to Scott Oak. Yeah, I get it to a certain extent. But on the flip side, if he just went, oh, well, you know, I'm on the third line now. Happy about it. Like, that's a much bigger problem to me. Yeah, I'd rather have him be upset about not playing and get motivated. Maybe I also think it's it's a bit of the Kane factor because he's (sighs) he's not the most likable character. I mean, he has turned that around a bit. Uh, but I think we tend to judge him a little more harshly than, say, somebody else that made that comment. Like, I, if Leon would have said that, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have got the same kind of response, right? No, no. And, like, ultimately, here's here's another angle to the story, is that which Euler is happy right now? At yeah. least none of them should be. I want like, them I mean, all even last night. Exactly. And like last night after the game, they obviously lost. They got stomped in the third period, five third period goals against somehow. Warren Fogel was asked after the game, hey, you got two goals tonight. How do you feel about it? You feel good? And he goes, no, we have one win on the season. I don't feel good. So that's what I want them to say. I want them to be mad. I want them to feel as annoyed as everybody that's an Oilers fan today that things aren't going well. Yeah, those are... if they were just skipping around and licking lollipops, man, we'd have a whole different set of issues. There's yeah. some odd stats from last night. Like, McLovin, 
scored two even strength goals and, and finished minus three on the night, I think. Yep. And Nuge yep. was on the ice for nine goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, last night was a disaster. Like yeah, I said, it just, weird, I don't know. The wild part was the first 40 minutes were fine, and then the third period just sucked. And I feel bad for Jack Campbell because he actually gave the Oilers a pretty solid uh, performance last night and mm-hmm. then got zero help in the third, and then people were like, whoa, Campbell led in six. So I was like, yeah. okay, but did he have anybody playing with him, or was it just five-on-one the whole time? Because that's what it looked like. Do you think that there is maybe a short leash on Jay Woodcroft? And not to get dramatic six games in, but yeah. the people talk about no. it. No. I just can't see it yet. Like I, I mean, can't see it. Coming yeah. into this season, Jay Woodcroft had the second best winning percentage in the NHL since he came into the league. I just think that, listen, the Oilers are a three-game win streak from evening things out, mm-hmm. being back at 500. If you look at the Pacific Division standings, yes, Vegas is running away with things in their first six games. But the rest of the Pacific, they're all stumbling and faltering to varying degrees. So the Oilers aren't out of this. No, and I think that's the interesting part about it is I guess maybe I've been kicked in the pills by this team more more often than others because <laughs> yeah. I guess I just, I'm not ready to hit the panic button yet. I'm not ready to fire Jay Woodcroft yet. Would I like some improvements on defense? Yes. Would Do I wonder why nobody can make a pass to anybody that's on their own team when it matters in the third period? Yep, that concerns me too. But ultimately, I just just, can't panic yet. Mm -hmm. It's still too early. There has been a shift in how they've been playing defense. And again, I'm not, I don't want to get too sports donkey into this, but I did hear somebody at the beginning of the season that was paying attention to the Oilers and the defense and the potential problems. And they did highlight the fact that this new style may take some time for the team to wrap their heads around and that mm-hmm. it could cause problems at the beginning of the season. And the guy, um, I don't want to give him any credit, but he was right and, and has been right. There is a shift in how they're playing in their own end, I think, more than anything. And again, we're two sports donkeying it, but that might be not so much as an excuse, but some rationale behind why the defense is in their heads overthinking things. They've got new systems to worry about, right? Uh, Sure. Like, I'll buy some of that. Like, it's going to take a minute for some people to settle in. It takes a minute for teams just to lock it in in general. Like, over in the East, the Buffalo Sabres, a lot of expectations on them. They're not doing very well either. So sometimes heavy lies the crown. And yeah. I'll buy that. A new system? Why not? Takes a minute. <laughs> I also think there's a bunch of players on the back end all over the team, really, that have the yips a little bit. Like Evan Bouchard, he had the weirdest night yeah. last night. He had three points, goal to kick off the game, two assists, and you go, whoa, wow, three points of Bouchard. That's, a, That's night. a steady night. But I would say he factored in on four or five goals against as well. So it was just like... Anytime he touched the puck in his own zone, it was like he was handling a live grenade. And mm-hmm. I think that there's just like there's some confidence issues at play. Maybe the new system is at play. Yeah. I don't know, but it feels like they just got to kind of grind through this. And there are better days ahead. I know that this team's too good to be playing the way they are right now. But man, it is dreadful Amen. at the moment. Yeah. Can we still get in on that Seattle trip? I wish you could, Jimmy. I wish you were coming with us. But unfortunately, the <laughs> Seattle trip is sold out. But the good news is we are launching one to Arizona coming up the first week in November. Oh. We are going out to watch the team play in that tiny little arena. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's going to be a blast. So watch out for that. Early November, we're going to launch that trip. That All would right. be a fun one. Where do we get information about that Oilers Nation trip? 
I'll have the article up at OilersNation.com on launch day, and then all the details will be available at nationgear.ca. That's where you buy your trip. Beg Milk, Oilers Nation. Again, thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats. You just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.